Welcome to this Food Navigator Asia and Nutri-Ingredients podcast. I'm Shane Starling. At the recent Vita Foods Asia trade show in Hong Kong, I caught up with two of the world's biggest suppliers, Denisco and Christian Hansen, to find out how they view developments in the Asia-Pacific. In a region that spans Korea to New Zealand and where market maturity is as diverse as cultural and dietary habits, Pan-Asian strategies must demonstrate flexibility unheard of in other parts of the world. Denisco Bioactive's Asia-Pacific Regional Director, Bram Van Hulsen. Now, it's very difficult for, uh, I think, us as food ingredient suppliers to talk about One Asia. Uh, a, a Japan, a very uh, a mature market in some aspects. If we look at our um, end of the market success with sugar-free chewing gum, for example, or fibers into, uh, into beverages or into um, a different type of formants, it's a very different market from a Australia, New Zealand, which maybe um, is much more uh, mature. Uh, China, obviously, growing where we see a real convergence of uh, or to a middle class which is affluent enough to start buying at the supermarkets, um, to a India again where um, the, the 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 food demands are so u- uniquely different still. Um, so yes, to talk about one Asia would be um, would be uh, would be difficult. What about some of the other countries that don't get as much uh, coverage, some such as the Southeast Asian countries like Malaysia, the Philippines? Yeah, it's a good point that um, uh, almost with the universal focus on the, the BRIC countries and India and China having such a focus, you almost forget that there are 260 million uh, inhabitants in Indonesia or there are about 80 or 85 million in Thailand. Uh, so yes, these markets are also very interesting for, uh, for us. They have the level of wealth required to really have an interest in, in the kinds of things you're offering? I think in these markets, the maturity and the growth of that middle class who really starts to buy modern processed food is probably still at a different stage than where China is moving to uh, at the moment. Henning Valadsen, the sales director for the Asia-Pacific, Middle East and Africa in Christian Hansen's Health and Nutrition Division, said companies needed to be wary of regulatory differences between the different nations of the Asia-Pacific. In, in, in India, probiotic is actually considered a, uh, something which has to have a drug, uh, drug approval. So there we have to follow the drug regulation. So it's actually uh, supplied by a drug master file and most m- moves into the medical channel. So that is a different uh, way to the market compared to the rest of, of the countries out here. Do you spend a lot of time um, trying to lobby governments via trade associations or direct directly to try and influence the development of regulations? Right now in India, there are a group working on trying to see if they can be established a dietary supplement category. And of course, we participate and, and trying to influence that, that process because that would be a much easier and faster route to the market. Shane Starling for Food Navigator Asia and Nutri-Ingredients.